sandwich either. It does sound good. I yeah. mean, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a sandwich basically. So yeah. Well, it's 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 a sandwich in an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Undercooked Hamwich, where we continue to pick up some of Michael Eisner's weird ideas. I'm David. I'm Honest, Kayla. And I'm Michael Eisner. <laughs> Hi, Michael. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad I'm not in charge of Disney right now. Yeah, I know. I think sometimes people give you a bad rep because you made some weird decisions, but a lot of them were Jeffrey's fault. Let's be honest. Yeah, and also like. Don't forget, there was a there was a, a renaissance while while I was in charge. There it was, Michael. I, like again, I feel like people people really rag on you for things. And then, I mean, you made you made some boneheaded decisions, but I can't. Well, who doesn't? Everything. Yeah, well, well, I know I tell you who does all the time, and it's Jeffrey Katzenberg. Well, there's a. <laughs> if you, I mean, we've done Anna Musings. We've we've gone through the whole history. Everyone who's ever worked in Disney, there's someone that has messed up somehow or it yeah. has. Ran Disney in a weird, awkward way. It was me. Yes. Yeah. It, it was me. It was also, me. Also, uh, well, real quick, Michael, I, I, I mean, uh, I, Michael Eisner of Sound Mind and Body. I, I'm going to leave and let Benjamin take over. Here, okay. Me, thanks, uh, Michael. Just, let me just walk out. Wow. That's some great. Uh, that Mike picks up Michael Eisner, like leaving the room. That's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has yeah. some really like interesting shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 he was walking on wood blocks, believe it or not. By the way, this is Benjamin. Hi, Benjamin. Did, I, did, was, was he wearing clogs? Uh, yeah, he, he's really into those, uh, uh, the, the, those like authentic, uh, is, it, is it Finnish? Finnish people? Or no, Danish. Yeah. Danish clogs. Oh, wow. So they're like, pra- they are practically wood blocks. My apologies to Finnish and Danish people for not distinguishing their cultures. <laughs> so... I mean, Benjamin, this is undercooked analysis. I mean, whatever. Yeah, we, what, well, it's under undercooked understanding of the the the, the differences between uh, places I know very little about. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're we're here. You're here because we need your Disney knowledge. As usual, we have typecast you once again. What the hell? I know we are uh, assholes. Oh uh, no. Um, well, I guess I I guess I guess you roped me in again. We got Just you. One, one more job. <laughs> <laughs> just this one job and then you finally get to retire so is this gonna be like ambulance where i was like you gotta do one last job and then you know hours later we're stuck in the back of an ambulance with an injured disney employee trying to keep him alive yep. so that and- freaking bob chapek doesn't snipe us from a helicopter <laughs> bob chapek would snipe us from a helicopter even get if there wasn't helos out of here <laughs> Right, that's a line that like sticks out to me from the trailer is like who who like what civilian like shouts helos i I assume this guy probably has some military background but uh i don't know it's it seemed weird out of context those imagine is out of there <laughs> uh so uh we this is a story from shark cake <clears throat> beth uh <laughs> uh who? carry on there um they say, hello, I would like to offer my story for your show. It was sent for a contest, and I would like to hear f- feedback. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> you are all very nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> are you going to think we're nice after we read your story? I mean, it, I mean this is Beth's story. Beth knows what she's getting into. This is, but, okay. but, but this is shark cake. Sorry, shark cake. Whatever. 
It's Beth. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> this doesn't sound start. anything like Beth. Beth never says you are all very nice. That doesn't seem like a very Beth thing to say. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Uh, I, I could I could hear I, what I love about this is I could hear the tone of voice for this fictional character just like, hello, I would like to offer my story for your show. It was sent for a contest and I would like to hear feedback. I hope you enjoyed. You were all very nice. Also so consider the following. Have a great time. <laughs> and there's a little, I like the little picture of the shark with the hat. There's a little picture of a shark with a hat. Oh, nice. that's cute. And and little little stick figure legs. I uh I'll share I'll share the image with you uh a little later, Benjamin. Please. We could we could use that image as uh part of the thumbnail. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Yeah. Also, uh, there's the, a video link was attached. I, oh. I made the mistake of clicking on it. And the video is, um, well, the video is called Elastigirl's Face Falls Off. Oh, I freaking love that video. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a great snuff clip. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because she sneezed so hard from the snuff. Her face came off. Her face I, literally shoots off. I love these, this clip here. The, the look on the guy's face as he sees <laughs> just in horror. Like, oh, I've, shit. I've spent many a wonderful hour watching uh, malfunctions of, of certain Disney characters. Like, there's one where uh, uh, Mike Wazowski comes out waving his arm falls off. <laughs> I think like someone runs on stage to pick it up, but like he's still got like the other arm. Like <laughs> it's great. Oh my god. Oh no. And the costume malfunctions are amazing, but also so sad. Mm. Well, anyway, I mean, the- it's 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 sad for a little bit. The the kids will find it funny eventually, unless they it, will like, when they're not over the trauma major of trauma. The girl's face fall off because she's she's so hard from the stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> is, that, is that what? Are we finally think, figuring out what a snuff film is? Because I've been confused this whole time. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna let you believe that just so that you okay. live in a better world than I, I just, do. Yeah, I just don't understand why it's so illegal. It's just people sneezing after they sniff powder in their eyes. <laughs> oh my god, David! I love that you believe that. Keep don't don't ever stop believing that. Otherwise... Why would I stop believing it? Is there something I should know? No. So let's, uh, you know what? Let's read the story. So this was actually submitted for our uh, di- a couple of years ago for our Disney contest, our Disney Creepypasta contest. Oh yeah, back in 2019. Yeah, a thousand years ago. It, I mean, because of back when the, the world was young, <laughs> back when we all had hopes and dreams, pre-pandemic, back when we hadn't aged a hundred years, back when we were such dumber, foolish fools. Back back when, when back when Dune Part One hadn't come out. <laughs> back when uh, wait a minute. Wait, there was a well. Okay. Back when we were all lolling at how or was that 2020? What was what were we I'm already losing at? track of time. When did they? When we were all lolling at how bad Sonic the Hedgehog looked before they fixed him? Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was that was before 2020 because the okay, the, that was 2019. Was fixed and came out like really early on in the pandemic, and it oh, like right. played at drive-ins. Because wasn't yeah. Alan saying like a, Sonic the Hedgehog was the no, it was Cats. That was the last movie he saw. Oh, yeah, God. that's right. Actually, I mean that's I how even... I started 2020. I went to a screening of Cats for on New Year's Day. Oh my God, that's so that should have been a clue. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of the last time I saw a movie in a theater. Also, just uh, just just since we we've been talking about this earlier, if you love cats, no shame on you. You you, 
you love that movie that's good yeah yeah i mean yeah again i'm we're, gonna we're I, not, do i i have to put speak, a disclaimer after every dreads, we are not if you like things <laughs> and we don't like that's okay Unless, Unless you like New South Jersey, apparently. in which case you're wrong. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've been through it. I'm, it seems nice. I've, I, I, I've never been through it. I've never been to the like, East Coast. So, Well, you, you've been to, you went to Disney World at least once. Does Florida count as East Coast? Kind of. It's like it's, Southeast Coast. I mean, it's 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 along the the eastern seaboard of America, right? That that's that's fair. Well, as Sage I says, um, whenever someone says, "Why would I go to Florida?" Um, he responds, "You're not going to Florida. You're going to Disney World." <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Or uh, you're going to that one McDonald's that still has like a Moon Man uh, <laughs> animatronic figure. Oh or you're going to St. Augustine to see the only uh, r- the one room schoolhouse that was built there in 1710. Yeah, well, or or to drink from the Fountain of Youth, which is just kind of water <gasps> with, there. with mercury in it. Yeah, the one you know, the one Ponce de Leon tried to find before he died from an infected arrow wound. Yeah, it was a, it, it was an infected arrow wound, and also the mercury poisoning from the water. <laughs> Honestly, that's what did them in. They're like, please stop drinking this water. It's it's, it's gonna kill you. That's uh, fine. It's gonna heal heal this arrow wound. If here, let me just pour this water all over. Let me just pour wound. it on like Indiana Jones, which I'm sure will be a movie at some point. <laughs> he, I he ran out of air. I couldn't get out the joke. <laughs> the one mistake he made was that he didn't pour it out of the Holy Grail. Yeah, exactly. It only works when you pour it out of the Holy Grail, kids. And remember, he was a carpenter. So always choose the shittiest looking grail because he wasn't very good. He was a shitty carpenter. He was a very <laughs> bad carpenter. He was a lot better at being uh, a miracle, a miracle wait, person. Wait a minute. If wait, was G- I know, I know his, I know Joseph was a carpenter. Yeah. Jesus was a carpenter. Jesus was also a carpenter. Yeah. yeah well, Jesus so was, that make- was learning to pick up the practice. If you know, being, the, is, the 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 messiah didn't work out is carpentry like the holiest job you could have in that case because you have the same uh, job as jesus i mean when you when you think about it that way yeah i mean i've often compared harrison ford to jesus because he was like a guy who was a carpenter <laughs> then just happened to be friends with people who and that uh put him into amazing movies yep and then it turns out oh look he can act he went from being a carpenter to yelling, get off my plane, get off my plane. And also, I mean, it just helped that he was like extremely sexy at all oh, yeah. times of the day. It's, I mean, he still is kind of. It's always baffling because there's times when I, I, I've spoken to people about uh, Apocalypse Now and I'm like, remember um, Harrison Ford was in that movie and they're like, <laughs> oh shit, that's right. Yeah, he's <laughs> that nerd at the beginning with the glasses. Yeah, oh, the sexy right. ass nerd with the glasses. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's it's kind of great whenever Harrison Ford wears glasses. Like it, it only happens a few times. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's totally a nerd. Remember, so- remember that like voice that he puts on in Blade Runner when he's like talking to that one girl and he's like undercover and you're like, yeah, I uh, I've never seen a stripper before. Uh, I'm just here to <laughs> my god to inspect the boobies. Well, 
Well, uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I also would want to bring up the cowboy axe, that cowboy character he plays in um, American Graffiti. But oh, right, yeah. we got yeah. So we, we're this feels like drags right now. Hey, if you want to hear drags, Patreon. Anyway, let's uh, let's read this story, which is called. <laughs> hey, if you want to hear drags, you're probably already listening to them. This has all been cut. <laughs> yeah, except it's probably not actually. Oh, we already shit. did the drags. All right, who's, All right. Go- who's going first? Well, did we d- address the story? It's called "Smarter Than You Think." Oh yeah, it's called "Smarter well, Than You Think." Well, hang on, hang on. This story is called "Smarter Than You Think." Thank you, Benjamin. You're it's welcome. Hard- it's <laughs> you know what? Right, both, fuck you both. It's not hard to see how much of a mega corporation Disney has become in recent years. What? <laughs> <laughs> News to me. Even ignoring their terrifying 27% monopoly over the film industry after buying up every geeky brand they could get their grubby rat fingers on, they have stakes in music, cruise trips, book publishing, theme parks, both television broadcasters and programs, retail products, and I'm only scratching the surface. They've been so ingrained into our daily life that you'd be hard-pressed to find a single American family that does not have at least one item in their home that ties back to the big three circles. The, notar- the three circles of hell. Yeah. Which one, which all are located in <laughs> Dante's Disney. Inferno is a lot shorter than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Dante just moved from the two small ears to the big Mickey head. Yeah, well, it, the price of inflation, it, it even affects hell. <laughs> I can't even afford a, a one bedroom studio in fucking hell. <laughs> three grand a month. It's not worth it. <laughs> The notoriety for their family-friendly content has aided many a parent, babysitter, teacher, and camp counselor in knowing just what to grab to uh, sate their children's attention. So we have our mission statement from Shark Cake. Yes. Disney owns everything. Yeah. Disney owns your soul. This is like a a baby paragraph. You want to also read this real quick? It probably doesn't surprise you, however, that it's not all as wholesome as it seems. No No. fucking shit. What? Really? I'm oh. I'm learning a lot already. Oh my god. Look, I'm not here to throw around wild accusations that the Disney Corporation is conducting any sort of illegal business in the same way that you'd never accuse your boss of inappropriate conduct on his job, though you could swear you've heard some suspicious noises coming from the other side of his office door. All I know for sure is what I've learned from my time behind the curtain at one of the parks, and that's all I'm going to share. That's bow, it. Chicka, okay, bow, well, that was a bow. short story. Yeah, it was <laughs> the end. <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after. Like this is like the end of like the original version of the Snow White ride, where like the witch gets struck by lightning and dies, and then it's like, oh, and they all lived happily ever after. The, the, the most like the most like total whiplash ending of a theme park <laughs> ride is easily <laughs> at least at least Mr. Toad's Wild Ride had the decency to end with hell. Like they were just like they're like, yeah, you're in hell, bitch. So get off the ride. Uh, so we can we can establish that one of the circles of ha- hell affiliated with Disney is just the end of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes. yes. If you want to visit even the other that, two, you have to figure out where those are. Uh, the, but the Haunted Mansion is Purgatory, uh, it, Limbo. Yes. So that means Mr. Toad is one circle of hell. I, we'll have to figure out what the other two are. Yeah, well, by, by the end of this episode, we'll figure it out what the other two circles are. Yeah. The other parts I, of Mickey's ear. I, I, I have I have one in my mind, but I'll tell you I'll tell you in a minute, just so I, we can continue with the story. Yes. Oh, I'm picturing an image now, though. I'll tell you. At the <laughs> I end wonder too. if we have the same idea. Is it mind. the idea that it's the Mickey head, but each 
each the Mickey ovals, but each uh, one has a different like thing superimposed in it. Like the left ear is one of those little devils from Mr. Toad. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, that's exactly what I was imagining. Because have you seen like there's there's a a breakdown of all of the content that Disney owns, and like it, it it's it's done with the, the 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 three circles that make it that make a, a Mickey head. Oh. Um, and like in within the circles, it's just like this just massive collection of things like subsidiaries that you don't even like you've never even heard of that you're like oh Disney owns this all right. That's so crazy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll, I don't know about that. Image. Should that be? The, I, I wonder if that should be the image. Oh, for this yeah. But with yeah, I'll I'll, I'll link it to you later. Just remind yes. me to uh, send it to you. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let me uh, let me continue, and then I'll tell you uh, later on what I think is in the second circle of hell. Sounds good. Uh, your paragraph's next, anyway. So, all right. There's going to be people that take the. Uh, uh, all right, give me give me one second. It's been a while since I read things out loud. No, that's fair. <laughs> it's fine. <clears throat> Do you mean to call Michael Eisner back in the room to help? Uh, uh, oh yeah, wait, hang on, hang on. He's he's got his clogs back on. <laughs> has uh, has anyone had a handwich? I did. Thanks, Michael. It was great. All right. Well, that's that's good. All right. Well, I, I've said all I need to say. Cool. <laughs> Bye, Michael. Bye, Michael. Enjoy your clogs. It's weird. He's not actually wearing clogs. He just has Jeffrey Katzenberg banging coconuts together <laughs> as he <laughs> leaps away into the night. He's got him. He's got Jeffrey back doing that now that now that fucking um, Quibi has failed. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it was those ten minute videos that you have to pay for. Oh man. Um, there's going to be people that take all this with a healthy level of skepticism and i can't blame them i'm going to lose some of you to my lack of proof that i even work there that's a risk i'm willing to take throwing my entire life away to rot in a cell over slipping job credentials or personal info into a call-out post isn't just try to trust me when i say i'm a few links higher in the chain than your average cast member but People still have a right to know about this. Holy shit, did Ben, did you write this? Yes, this is this is it was all me. <laughs> I'm the shark named <laughs> Beth. It's all been it's been an elaborate ruse this whole time. I, yes. He is a few links higher than your average cast member. Bon, well, let's. Bon, I mean, well, I'm curious what evidence is presented here. Maybe then we can identify if it really is, or if you're just covering for someone else. Hmm? Mm. Is this like a witness protection program? Is it your dad? <laughs> I wrote. I wrote this <laughs> in the voice of my dad. <laughs> well, that explains the weird voice at the beginning because your dad. Your dad usually says, "You are all very nice." No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That does. He does say that a lot. He does actually. Yeah. You're. you're honestly your dad's a sweetheart yeah, yeah. We, we adore him Tell, my dad that. my dad is a is a wonderful nice person who just celebrated i think it was his 32nd year at a walt disney imagineering so. damn tell congratulations steve. Tell, yeah. tell steve congratulations and we say hi i will and to all of you out there in in podcast land if you're not familiar with with my dad steven spiegel he's uh, uh he's a he's a writer for disney and that's not a, a rider. He does not ride rides for a living, although he does, that is part he, of the job. Bullshit. He, he totally no, rides rides. He doesn't rides ride rides. He writes rides. Yeah. He writes, he writes the scripts 
that then form the stories that your imagination is filled with as you enter attractions such as Spider-Man's Web Slingers at Avengers Campus or uh, Star Tours The Adventures Continue or one that uh, I think, uh, well, it's partially mentioned in this next paragraph, but uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was one of his first major uh, writing gigs at uh, Engineering. But we we can't we can't go through this without mentioning his opus, which is of course uh, Drew Carey and Sounds Dangerous. <laughs> I love that attraction so much. I there was a couple months that I lived in Florida with uh, with my family because my dad was working out there, and we we're like I was being homeschooled, so we we're like let's uh, let's go uh, let's go travel abroad to Florida. <laughs> it, it eventually did work out that we did get to live in like France for, for a couple of months, which was, was actually traveling abroad, which was cool. Oh, my um, jealousy. Yeah. Uh, but, not uh, about, about France, not about Florida. <laughs> uh, well, you, 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 you lived in Florida for years, didn't you? You worked at the, the theme oh, not, not years, just for six months, but. Oh, yeah. just for six months. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's still a longer period uh in one go than i did i only lived there for like maybe like three months at a time like twice oh okay okay. i would uh i would uh some days i would get like a day to spend by myself like go to the parks or whatever um because like my family had like passes and stuff Mm -hmm. um and so i would uh, go to generally i would go to epcot just just there's it's it's one of my favorite places in the world and uh, it's, which is it's good because it's a place about the world <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's tied for for my favorite part like i'm really close to saying it's my favorite in the entire world but there's so much i love about almost all the parks like they're all great oh yeah, um, yeah. but anyway that aside i would go to hollywood studios and i would go to that attraction multiple times in a row <laughs> because i just loved it so much it, yeah I, I, that was not me knocking it by the way either. oh yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. no, no like it, but i'm like <laughs> no, just, it, no one it, no one remembers it no one remembers yeah. it dangerous it, it's super awesome and also like um i talked to uh the director of that jerry reese um huh. someone who uh you know sometimes you should you should talk to on one of your podcasts because he's a cool guy he directed um uh, uh extra terrestrial alien encounter oh. uh, among other things talk about a guy who understands horror Oh yeah, no. This, this <laughs> he's great. Well, uh, you may you may remember him best as being the director of uh, the Brave Little Toaster, the original. Oh, hey, if you if you if you could get us in contact with him, <laughs> like I I, legit, I, I, I absolutely can. Him. I'm sure he, I'm sure he'd be delighted to talk. To that would be fun. I would dig. Yeah, just super talk super to super the, nice. The guy. dark side of these. No, that they fit it phenomenal. Anyway, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and editing this tonight, I'm not tonight. a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aha! but uh, he he directed it, and he was telling me stuff about how like uh, all of like the footage was actually a camera that was placed on Drew Carey. Um, I think he, like they even like had like the, the 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 binaural like headphones and stuff like attached to him. Um, oh wow! So like you you are actually getting Drew Carey's perspective that entire time. Drew Vision. Drew Vision. And uh, both both my dad and Jerry said Drew was a was a super nice guy. Uh, had a lot of fun ideas and uh, was a delight to work with. So. That, that's awesome. So uh, I I think that is a, a I think first of all Defunct Land should do an episode about <laughs> about that. I would I would just like oh, to oh god yeah relive the magic of that. Also hey. I want to um. I was I was at the uh, the the park um actually this this past week. Oh. Um and uh 
it, it, it the, the for the first time ever in the literal decades I've been going to Disneyland, uh, I was actually escorted off of a ride. Whoa! Really? Yeah, it was for uh, uh, public masturbation, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> No, no. Uh, what happened was I was on the uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and uh, uh, you all have been on uh, that attraction. Yes, yes. Um, and so uh, if you remember where you get to the, the, the section where uh, Kylo Ren and General Hux are on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, oh, there's these uh, there's uh, the, the, the prisoners have escaped. And like then like Kylo Ren like turns around menacingly. It's like how brave, but ultimately hopeless. Um, so he like turns around. Right. We, the, the the ride has been functioning perfectly. It's been an amazing experience. <laughs> Kylo Ren turns around and then like everything shuts down. The screens like turn off. The, all the lights turn on. Like Kylo Ren freezes in place staring at us. Ah! Um, and so then like the the people uh, you know like the, the intercom is like I'm oh, sorry there's been a malfunction on the attraction. Oh, the uh, rebels will be sure to escort you off the ride momentarily. <laughs> we sat there for like 20 minutes. We kept like filming like videos where like I was just like uh looking at Kylo Ren asking for the Wi-Fi password or you know, <laughs> where the where the bathroom was. Um and uh, eventually we we were escorted both by by rebels and imperials or well not imperials the the first, first order. order. Uh the, they were both working together to get us off the <laughs> we have a common enemy the breakdown of our reality <laughs> yeah so uh they then opened a door and they they led us backstage and uh look looking backstage i marvel at the fact that the uh the uh first order spaceship looks a lot like a modern off office building <laughs> <laughs> um, but that thing was a labyrinth like the, even they were like kind of having to reference like maps or whatever on their own to try and figure out how to get out of the building that's amazing <laughs> wow yeah but so that that was the because i we i've been on a ride that's like you know broken down like we were we were all on indiana jones together yeah when uh, it, we thought they were gonna escort us off but they yeah. just yeah i mean honestly that's one of the scariest things that's ever happened though was when so we were on the attraction having a blast we sang the indiana jones theme together uh, this was literally uh, nanoseconds after. Yeah, it was nanoseconds after you uh, made your vows to each other. <laughs> yeah, Ka- Kayla and I kissed, and then we were instantly in the car going into the chamber of Mara. Yeah, I- but like it was broken down. Like you're just like your your mat your love magic was too powerful. It still is. Yeah, the freaking mojo. Mm-hmm. Um, Giggity. But so. Uh, <laughs> We were we, the, that that was that that's like a fond memory that I have that I'll never forget. It was like we're on Indiana Jones and it broke down like right as we were like going into that uh, that large scene like that I I'd consider that the centerpiece of the whole attraction mm-hmm. when you're about to cross the bridge. Yeah, and so like the the attraction stopped, all the lights turned on. Um, I think we we figured someone like dropped a backpack or something. Like yeah, it, like it yeah. seemed like that's what they were dealing with. Um, so we sat there for like 15, 20 minutes. Um. And uh, then they were like, all right, restarting attraction, get, prepare for sync. Um, and so <laughs> the the lights remain on for a little bit. And the, the, the car is doing all the movements that I have memorized because I've been on this attraction so many damn times. <laughs> um, and so like we, we're, we're going around, we go around the corner past the snake. Uh, there, there's still, no audio, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no audio. The lights are on. 
it's 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 interesting i was like we're just gonna ride the attraction like this and then as soon as we get down below the bridge that we were once precariously positioned upon uh we get below that everything turns back on like the lights shut shut back to like the way that they're supposed to be and all the audio comes back on it was the scariest shit that's ever happened. Well, yeah, in we my were all life. just we all screamed and it jumped because like, ah! it was like it was like we got jump scared by the music and the ride itself. Just like you yeah, know, so just like ha ha ha. <laughs> ah! Honestly, Disney should kind of lean into like the creepy attraction aspect that we see in a lot of like creepy pastas, and they should make an attraction that's themed as like an attraction, but like that's like been abandoned for decades or whatever. Uh, Ooh. they should like they should repurpose that island that still has the, the the music playing or whatever, and then like have people like show up to that and have it be a whole like haunted scary experience. That'd be kind of cool. Except but you have to be eighteen to... and older, so that you, you don't scare the ch- the children. <laughs> you know, we got to finish this story. Oh, yeah, yeah. I anyway, know. I apologize I, for that tangent. Hey, I hey, thought that was a fun oh, anecdote. No, it's a great. We've yeah. been on anecdotes. I mean, if, if if I don't know if you've all noticed, but we're kind of padding this a little bit because yeah. this is a, admittedly a pretty short story. Yeah. yeah. And my but, apologies to Beth. I don't mean to interrupt the flow of your your story. Well, luckily we only got through the first like page, mm-hmm. and there's like three pages. It's okay. all. And then uh, uh, let's keep it going. All yeah, right. And then uh, also, I want to see uh, if any of this is, um, that Beth says in this is true. I want your insight for. Since you clearly know your shit. I'll do I'll do whatever doesn't break whatever like boilerplate NDA I signed when I joined the company. <laughs> I first had my suspicion that things were amiss when I heard internally that they were going to build the new Star Wars attraction. The long outdated Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie set adventure was getting about as much foot traffic as Splash Mountain's queue in heavy rain. So it only made sense to replace the glorified McDonald's playpen that <laughs> had surpassed its brand's relevance by 20 years. Yet That's a pretty dis- good description. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yet despite the enormous cash cow of an idea they had they had that they were eager to suck dry, when it came to tearing tearing the thing down, they hesitated much longer than they ever should have. It wasn't until after they solidified plans to open Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios that anyone could take so much as a brick out. The press release announcements for both new areas came decidedly further apart to ensure they were publicly disassociated. Only then were they ready to squeeze out every last drop. I, mm. I want to uh, uh, I want to make a slight correction, or, or you know, this may I may be making a correction that has it has ultimately changed but i believe the original sponsor of uh that playpen area was kodak not mcdonald's i think you're no it was kodak i think the idea is like slide down like a piece of like kodak film or something right you do yeah it is it was uh you are correct it was um sponsored by kodak but i think the joke is because it's like a mcdonald's play place oh oh all right all right never mind i retract my my uh my objection because technically, I mean, yeah, the idea behind that um, that uh, play place is like everything is giant and huge, like you're in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it's mostly for kids to run around, you know, slide yeah. down a slide, like like the play place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's an apt description. I, I, I misread it as them saying that it was sponsored no. by McDonald's and not... Uh, you, it's you, you, forget I said it. Yeah, I getcha, I getcha. I think it is it me. It's you. Yes. <clears throat> Once the location was settled on, it was smooth sailing for a while. 
The map was sketched, models were built, and every inch of this place was planned and plotted to sculpt every detail of what I'd almost go so far as to call any Star Wars fan's wet dream. <laughs> they made sure to craft almost every avenue of Galaxy's Edge to be as unique as an experience as possible. When it came to the restaurants and food stands, though, they insisted on not just one, but two beverages based on the infamous blue bantha milk. It wasn't enough to have just one mocktail featuring, featured at the cantina. The world had to have its own milk stand as well. I mean, okay. you gotta have both the, the original blue milk and then the green milk that, that freaking Luke personally sucks out of a giant <laughs> space cow's tit. Uh, well, they didn't give us the, the green like sea creature milk, so... <laughs> I uh, uh, honestly, I do want a uh, uh, the Gungan City experience. Oh my goodness! You know what was weird? What? I don't. I I do too. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like that's a like uh, say what you want, but like that that city has a cool design. I would yeah. hang out there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Then came their handling of the rest of the overall park's mascots in the coming months. It was a subtle change. However, I noticed meet and greet schedules ever so slightly gave more focus to characters like Chip and Dale, Blue, Timon, no Pumbaa, Judy and Nick. Who the fuck is Judy and Nick? They're from from, uh, Zootopia. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Judy Hops and Nick. Nick Wilde. the, The Fox guy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Nicholas Is it weird Wilds. that I remember Judy's name, last name and not Nick's? Because <laughs> um, you're not wild about Nick. Uh, no, I love, I love, I love Nick. I just, Jason, Jason Bateman. How could I not love him? That no, yeah. that's fair. That's totally fair. And the Winnie the Pooh gang, you know, Eeyore, Tigger, Eeyore, Jafar, Eeyore. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Imagine if Jafar hung out with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Oh, Winnie you, the Pooh. Could you oh, imagine, let's, like, let's the go, scene? Let's Sorry. go enjoy the Hundred Acre Wood together, Pooh. Let's, <laughs> yes, let's, Jafar. Could you imagine if, that if Pooh was there when they found the Cave of Wonders and that one guy gets eaten by it and it closes up, and but instead of Iago, it's Pooh, and Pooh just goes, Oh bother! <laughs> oh bother! But we... I just like to to imagine like Jafar, like the, that's what's inside of the lamp. He gets he gets uh, like sucked in. He's like infinite power, and then he's like just stuck in the hundred acre wood where everyone is just like so pleasantly, you know, content. he's stuck in 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 the Kingdom Hearts version of the hundred acre. Oh wood. my god! Where like you can't you can't fight. You can only hit. It's just mini games. Yeah, like the, the, it, it literally changes the command from attack to hit. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. I heard complaints from plenty of workers, more than a little upset, that they were demoted from face to fur cast members. Uh, sure. Okay, continue. Hold on. I, this is something I kind of take, especially since it's Disney World, but continue. Continue. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll finish this paragraph and hold on to that thought. Yeah. Sure, the big Rotom. Uh, <laughs> Sure, the big rodent himself, along with his posse and enough costume changes to quite literally fill entire rooms on their own, had their timetables untouched. But even some of the princesses took a back burner to these arguably lesser characters. 
The only gowned maiden that maintained her constant schedule was Cinderella. I know World wasn't the only location that did this. Okay. So, um, because I remember reading this for our contest. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, uh, I mean, for the most part, it's it. The writing is good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I just got a little confused by what was going on. And maybe I can understand it more as we're rereading it. It's been a long time since I read this. But one thing that kind of bothers that is, and it, I mean, Beth wouldn't know this. Um, cast members at Disney World specifically, I don't know about Disneyland. Often, more often than not, the fur characters you meet are more are also probably the people that you see as face as well. A lot of these, the entertainers double up on, or not even double up, like quadruple up. They play a variety of characters. Right. Right. But maybe it's, maybe it's, you could argue that this would be a point where you'd argue that it's frustrating that they, they're like, we're doing this character again. What happened to us being, you know, why are we not getting as no, many face no, no, no. I mean, that's not even a, so it's not a consistent thing. It's, you, no. or, or sorry, it's not an inconsistent thing there's a lot of times they will play the same role for months at a time and Mm -hmm. then uh, it's like okay we now need you for this role or depending on it also depends on what they're working for so like it for example oh they're they're going to be in this parade chances are they're going to play the same character in that parade right um depending on their height but then they might be be like oh we're now gonna uh you're now going to be brought in for uh the walking characters and you get to be a fur and even then a lot of fur characters uh or have a lot of fun if they're walking people yeah because no. then they get to like play around and improv and have fun <laughs> um and uh where and it's and they and some of them have enjoyed it more than face characters so this is a little i mean again beth wouldn't know that but it's not as demoting as you think it is Right. It's really not much of a demotion. It's really just where would you be, where they would be hired. Like, sure. and it, usually it's like, oh, I'm going to be Chippendale. Chances are every time they're, they're going to be cast as Chippendale, more often than not for like a parade or for a section of the park. It, again, it's all based on height. Mm. So like, Chippendale, five foot four. Blue, six feet. Timon Shorter, I want to say like five one. I don't know about Judy and Nick. Winnie the Pooh is also shorter, except for Tigger, who I think is about five, seven to five, nine. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Now we know. You heard it here first, folks. These are the official heights of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> Frickin' Baloo is gigantic and could kill you. <laughs> he is a bear. Blue is tall. But, uh, like you, yeah. you actually. I mean, it makes sense. Blue is a bear. <laughs> To be fair, though, Mickey and Minnie are a lot taller than you would expect them to be in real life. No, they're short. They're about four foot eleven to five foot about five feet. Yeah, but that's like that's a gigantic mouse. <laughs> okay, okay, I get you, I get <laughs> Can you imagine if you saw a five foot mouse in your house? Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> mouse is in my house. Mouse house. <laughs> okay, I think this is all right. So uh, I just read. So I, I yeah, think that's it's Kayla now. Yeah. It was when Mrs. Incredible started showing up to some events alone instead of alongside her usual red and blue clad companion. Blue. Oh, when they, they do have um, a costume frozen. change. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 and they do. Yeah, that too. That wait, I mean, wait. They, 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 they wear blue? I thought 
No, it's red and black. I'm misremembering because I don't they have at one point. Uh, I never did see the Incredibles too, so I don't. Well, know if they... I, the Fro- Frozone wears blue. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Okay, uh, did then... I tell you <laughs> like Ty when we went to Disneyland together one time? Uh, he like saw Frozone and he like it it, it it like he he was playing it up a little bit, but he kind of had like a legit like um he was like legit starstruck. He's like it's Frozone. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Oh, go take a picture with her. He's like, no, it's really him. <laughs> uh, it, it was when Mrs. Incredible started showing up to some events alone instead of alongside her usual red and blue clad companions that I began to dig deeper into these increasingly bizarre decisions. This feels like a hunch at this point. Yeah, but... the problem is the decision, these decisions aren't as odd to me. I think that's one is of the it, reasons. Okay, that... like what are we, are we notice? are we noticing the oddness yet? question for 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 you two are we noticing the oddness yet as readers like the whole thing about like emphasis put on the fact that there's milk stands more milk stands no even like that didn't feel i mean and then like the thing about the appearance of more of these specific edits and then mrs incredible by herself like i'm not winnie the pooh is still very popular so is chippendale Mm -hmm. uh like i don't it's not as odd to me when i read that like it'd be more odd if you went really obscure, like, oh, Prince John is coming, is now being focused oh, on Br'er Rabbit's coming out today. I guess they're going more racist than usual. <laughs> <laughs> we got the country bears in the house. <laughs> oh man, I'd be I'd I'd lose my shit if the country bears showed up. They did have they do have mascot country bear characters. Yeah, they Amazing. do. Amazing. They do. That, the country bears show. I like I fucking love it. I, Me too. I, I, I go when when I'm in Florida, I try and go whenever I can and it just it cracks me up. I have a blast. Oh, we need to watch the country bears at some point. Oh my god. Oh no. Country, country bears. Bear Hall has been crushed. <laughs> so yeah, and he just like keeps pulling out more and more models. That's the only scene I've seen in the movie, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of great. Yeah. Why was that <clears throat> why was that not nominated for uh fan favorite movie moments at the yeah. oscars this this year you, you know about that a fan really yeah they had a uh, um polls uh by the fans uh, or movie fans uh on like twitter or whatever uh from the oscars yeah they're like what's your favorite like wow moment from such and such and so uh they did like the you know, like best like i think it was like applause moment or something like that and so, like, uh, t- tell me if this makes sense to you. Okay. The the number three, I believe, was uh, the the uh, Avengers Assemble moment from uh, uh, Endgame. I forget. Have you seen? Nope. Have you seen Endgame? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, then this probably won't make any sense to you. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, are you aware of the scene at least? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Vaguely. Okay. Nope. Well, it's it is is the big moment when like literally like every character that you've been introduced to over the past decade all like assembles, okay, uh, Damn. and they they have like this big awesome fight, and Captain America finally says assemble, <laughs> um, and then the the number one moment was when the Flash runs fast in <laughs> what? the Justice League. Okay. What? And I'm underplaying it a little bit. Like it was, it was, it was a big moment in the movie for sure. But like, they they did not spend ten years setting that up. <laughs> yeah, no. that's true. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it seems kind of strange to me, but like, you know, that's a fan favorite. That's a fan favorite. I, 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 I liked Zack Snyder's kind of a Justice League. I can't complain. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh, David, your turn. Is it, is it me? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Though this influence hasn't woven itself into the international parks quite as extensively, it's clear Americans aren't the only test mice they're experimenting on. <laughs> test mice. I dig it. Nice. Unlike its long-dismantled submarine voyage counterpart, the giant squid attack in Tokyo's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea plays a much more prominent role on a larger scale, with writhing tendrils surrounding riders braving the ocean depths. The Ratatouille ride in Paris, where guests are shrunken down to talk eye-to-eye with the rat protagonist, has become so popular... It's Remy! His name is Remy! It's played by Patton Oswalt! Don't you disrespect Remy! <laughs> I don't. I did. I did. I'm not talking to you. Talking to freaking shark, baby shark, left shark. (laughs) Whoever, Remy, cakey shark. Their name's Beth. (laughs) They are cool. Has become so popular that it's being brought to Epcot. Plans to add a Zootopia themed expansion to the Shanghai parks are now under Shanghai Park are now underway making an experience immersive enough to put even the largest convention to shame. Parks and resorts across the globe have implemented both cheaper and more accessible buffet spreads for visitors to get their fill and then some. I don't see the weirdness. But this isn't enough for them. I I still don't see the weirdness. That's the problem. Well, we've got a few paragraphs I think the weirdness is capitalism, which I do find weird. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How do you want me to do this? Should I just read like two sentences of this and then you take two sentences, Kayla? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, I know what's coming. I know why. And I know I would never sleep at night knowing this secret would die with me. They don't want you to know why more and more animal mascots would appear in the parks in the coming years. Uh Oh, I think I know where this is going, but go ahead. They don't want you to know why stunt shows are being rewritten to feature, feature kidnapped princesses and ropes, changes in cages and changes. They don't want you to know why stunt shows are being rewritten to fi- feature kidnapped princesses in ropes, cha- cages, and chains. What the fuck? You had a second chance. I know, and I. What I like, I like changes in cage though. Cane, cage though. Changes in cage. Wow, David can't even say it. God. All right, no, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm said, princesses in ropes, cages, and chains. Good job, Remy. <laughs> They don't want you to know why they're planning to build a jungle book ride in Epcot, heavily featuring Mowgli's encounter with the infamous snake. Oh, hypnosis. Mm, mm, they're, 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 they're just, just mm. <laughs> is that real? I, I haven't heard about this. I, it could be made up, but I, I mean, the way it's written, I, 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 I the fact that's one good thing, definitely one good thing about this. It does. She does use a lot of like uh, real world things going on to eventually explain something uh, like for the future that who knows, maybe it's, it might happen. It might not. I do like that. There, that, that adds that aspect. I will give it that. Yeah. No, I mean, a a lot of these, I I for sure know about, I have not heard about the jungle book. I I, I don't think it's real, but. Well, so you know about the cages and chains and ropes that are going to happen. I've said too much. (laughs) Disney's practices are despicable. You're despicable. (laughs) Despicable. 
Inadvertently, they planted the seed, a fixation in an entire generation of men and women for aspects in their films they have no intention of sparking, and now they're reaping its benefits for all they're worth. Their family-friendly exterior is covering the public indulgence that they're profiting from without the slightest hint of shame. While parents carry, carry their children through a magical fantasy world, hundreds, if not thousands of adults will be drawn like flies to, uh, to honey to the rides that captivate them the most. Okay, I'm going to finish this up and then we can we can share our comments. But uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all I'm saying is that in the coming years, if they announce a ride, parade, stage show or experience where the celebratory balloons are not the only things pumped full of air. Don't say I never warned you. So, the, the yeah. End. What's the warning here? I'm trying to. I've, They're I've, saying D- Disney is now intentionally trying to be a fetish vehicle instead of oh. unintentionally sparking it, and then they realize that they can do it. So they're they're putting subliminal fetish material so in their stuff. Oh, they're and I say good for them. <laughs> it's okay to like that movie. <laughs> it's so okay to a, think that was that. a reference to uh, action button reviews. In case anybody listens to that. Oh. <laughs> okay yeah that makes sense because why um this is incredible you know because she oh fit. yeah because she got she thick ass or, <laughs> or Mowgli's encounter with the infamous snake oh so i guess when yeah. they're talking about chippendale baloo timon judy and nick and winnie the pooh they're referring to furries well specifically i mean i i think they're thinking of like furries who like derive sexual pleasure rather than like the broad furry community which i've come to understand is not it's not always a sexual thing everybody. no and I, this is true i think the, the choice of characters could have been in a little more furryish it's like they're also suddenly robin hood robin hood yeah well robin hood is legit sexy it doesn't matter if you're a furry <laughs> or not fair 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 um i'm trying to think of Vi- what- <laughs> they don't have mascots of these but vixie from uh oh god from fucking fox and the hound yeah mm. oh what about the uh um who's the uh who's who's um max's crush in uh oh roxanne the, yeah i mean come on everybody yeah no i mean that's that's fair even if she's like what in high school yes i'm but keep that's... in mind that i watched this movie when i was like six yeah, yeah I well i so, mean a lot of people had like, she's she's uh, like cartoon 47 girl crush on roxanne no i get you um but the whole <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like the characters like age exactly the same amount of real life. <laughs> so you got like you now got she's like, a well you know, how eighty year old would it be if Roxanne? We see Roxanne years later, and uh, she's happily married to a uh, 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 another woman and has some ado- yes. two adopted kids yes. and is yeah. a successful career mom. Um, yeah. Although, uh, okay, so I'm looking at uh, the this one paragraph though. I, I got confused with the fetish how the fetishization i get Twenty Thousand leagues under sea you know uh fucking um squid has that tentacle hentai sort of feel i don't get a ratatouille is ratatouille sexy uh gigantism the uh, idea that you being shrunken uh, down and there are people around that are bigger than you uh, or or Patton oswald is as a sex icon I mean, name is Remy because it's Remy. You're doing, going down to Remy's level. Zootopia, I totally understand. Um, okay, so it is a, it, the whole thing's about. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like 
here's 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 my first my first take on this is that I feel like this uh this this piece assumes a lot about everyone's biases about how they feel about certain content. I think I think the 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 writer assumes that we all feel the same way that they do about like certain <laughs> things being featured <laughs> at theme parks. Uh, th- and that's that's up to you whether or not you think that's that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I mean I like the idea though that like the subliminal is not going to be as subliminal anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. potentially right. like they're talking about more uh, more like they're going to glean a little more into it like the whole thing with like the more animal mascots cages rape ropes wow what the fuck is up with that sentence (laughs) ropes cages and chains ropes cages and chains ropes cages and chains got it okay also i i i have to disagree with that i think disney over the the years has, has gone hard against princesses being in ropes, cages, and or chains. No, this, is this is true. Hey, but, but hey, they are smart. They, look what happened with Encanto, and now everybody's thirsty for Bruno. I mean, who? Everybody, who everybody's thirsty for Bruno. I mean, yeah. You know who voices him? Yeah, right? it's John Leguizamo. I, do, I totally don't. I'm not judging. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we the, ain't the, going the, broke, Mario. We're already freaking, there. Like, do you remember like the the the, the young versions of the, the 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 grandpa and grandfather? In that movie, oh yeah, they're sexy as fuck too. Like yeah. they, they like they oh, made yeah. like so many sexy characters in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you got to join us for Encanto. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I think the reason why. So this, um, it's it's still a fun story. I kind of like the idea. It's, it's super tongue in cheek. It's very which yes. I like is what I like about yes, it. it okay. Is. And now reading is like, it's very tiny. I think the reason it didn't get it like as high as um, other stories is we were hope we really wanted something more um, like, oh, it's clearly something's wrong with Disney rather than this almost is a little too subtle almost or a little like, well, yeah, because I, I, I read it as serious, actually. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were dead serious about like, don't uh, you see they're brainwashing you with subliminal sex images yeah. and you're gonna yeah, at first I, 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 at first honestly i thought like that they were upset that they were um uh being like con- like conglomerate like what? mega corporate oh. greed shit which i i do okay. think is legitimately evil like that's yeah. that's <laughs> that's yeah. his own topic but uh, yeah well i mean i was gonna say at the beginning they have that whole thing like they didn't even consider tearing down the honey i shrunk the kids play play area until they had something else that could substitute you being small yeah which was toy story it's the whole joke again it took until talking with you that if that clicked um i would have got because there's a couple that was actually a couple things when i was reading like but i don't understand why that's such a big deal i don't like and and then like imbibing alien milk yeah okay so (laughs) what yeah again once i talked about (laughs) it with you i can now understand oh it's a whole it's the fetishism um but oh wait wait go back down what's the last sentence about being pumped? wait 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 oh, the last sentence in here oh being pumped full of they're not oh. the celebratory balloons are not the only things pumped full there so literally, literally uh, inflation inflation fetish. yeah <laughs> like there's gonna be a parade where like characters will be inflated and it's gonna be like oh look how silly and then and then like people who have an inflation fetish are oh, like, okay uh, yeah uh, I, I they 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 
I'm, it's, by the way, weird. not insulting anyone's fetish here whatsoever. No, 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 no. Just being clear here, gang. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm just saying they're they're preying on the, the the horror of the story. Is Disney smart enough to to subliminally put it there and then prey on the fact that you'll buy into it? You know. Okay. Now that so because now I remember in reading it, I don't think it, it, any. I mean. It's now taking talking with you guys to finally like, oh, 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 this, this is okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I, when I first read it, there was like, well, I don't understand what makes it a big deal. I, it, like it didn't click. And now yeah. it's like, oh, this clicks more. Okay. This All is- right. Yeah. So the, we, we've, we've successfully, uh, or at least we hope so, we've successfully rooted out what the, what the theme and like the intention of the story is. It, I think that that's probably our our most helpful critique is that you just need to make that uh clearer um it's uh, here's i don't know because uh the humor behind this is is also is this person really reaching and they're kind of a crackpot or um i think it could be you know what maybe it could be hinted a little bit more i have a hard time because i think it strikes a, it's an interesting balance when you go back and read it. it does it does a lot with a little and mm-hmm. but it is i do like the idea that is this person a crackpot or are they or have they really <laughs> figured this out and no, then at a certain point it's like if they figured it out and you realize that they're doing this like but it's how, a- how appalled like your mileage may vary. How appalled are you by this news? Yeah, but it shouldn't. <laughs> take, it shouldn't or are me. you turned on? Or do you are you like yes? Let Disney subtly put um, <laughs> fetishism in everything they do. It yeah. just it shouldn't take me talking with two people to be like, let's go in. Wait, what? Hold on. Wait, how does this work? What about the? And then you remind me about giganticism and inflation yeah i forget because i don't know every single fetish in the world I... but we do apparently <laughs> we or, uh benjamin and i re- routinely get together and just talk about fetishes yeah oh, that, that's right <laughs> we're like so uh, what about this fetish and you're like nope uh, no nope. about this one and i'm like his name is rammy <laughs> um, we now know about I, I, I think uh rabbit I, I, defense of rammy <laughs> uh but uh i i think because uh, you had a little bit of uh, apprehension of, uh, about this david and feel free to clarify further but i i, I still feel like ha- making it like uh, be being a little bit more clear is is a, is a valid criticism no that's i you know i'd say so i, I wasn't saying like eh. i mean like in my opinion i don't know because i i kind of like the the balance it strikes of like being like but look i'm not like I'm not, they're, they're smarter than you think, but maybe you should show them that you're not as far. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like it's a fine line to, okay. there's a fine line between spelling it out. I, and, I'm not saying spelling out each and every one. I want at least one thing spelled out a bit more. So then I'm like, oh, it's fetishism. And then I can be like, wait, oh, oh. And then have it all click for me. Cause it didn't click for me automatically okay uh, well I, I i i and i don't like uh i'm i'm kind of on the I, I think on the same wavelength as kelly because i feel like the um there we're never given like we we don't need explicit clarification but i think it would help to like uh elaborate on some of the points like talking about like uh um uh like some some of the points and then like describe it in a more sexual way but without like actually like saying this is this is the fetish yeah uh also to be fair this was written with a a hard word count limit 
That's yeah, true. Yeah. And I and I get it. I was about contest, to ask what but... the what the uh, uh, what the limitations of this uh, this contest were. Yeah, there was a word limit. There was a um, uh, there was uh, a prompt. There was a prompt and all that. What uh, was the prompt? Write a spooky, write a spooky Disney creepy Disney parks themed creepy pasta. Basically, Hope the idea is uh, write. Uh, That's actually good. Write something about Disney, the Disney park, and making it seem less innocent than it really is. And um, I also requested nothing. Try to not uh, focus on their newly bought ones. Like I didn't want something to be focused completely on Star Wars or because because when you just focus or like marvel because if the focus was too much on that it's it loses the disney touch because like sorry go ahead yeah go ahead yeah so oh i i I was just going to interject that you know what the real horror is of of disney world is that uh the maelstrom attraction is no longer with us May, may maelstrom rest in peace yeah, it's literally one of my favorite attractions ever. <laughs> I mean, you I may... understand. I understand why it was replaced. I really like it. Makes a lot of sense. Yes, but at the same time, yes. I'm yeah, not I... saying you're you're wrong if you if you love the the Frozen attraction. I'm just saying they should have taken uh, um, Maelstrom, lift airlifted it to the back <laughs> of my house so that I could ride it every day, every all the time uh thank you thank you shark cakes for yeah thanks sharky yeah thank you and uh here's the thing i i will say uh as far as far as this is concerned like uh this subject like uh having having your own personal fetishes and all that is 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 great that's that's really cool it is it is probably problematic for disney to cash in on that and put it in their theme parks i guess so that's just like it's problematic for any corporation to like exploit people for profit but you know right. that's, a, that's well, an I mean, entirely like, different not, ethical question too yeah well i mean i don't think it's a problem to like lean into like fetishism but when it's like content for children where children are going to be hanging out that's 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 when it's an issue so i i see where there's a horror aspect to this story because it's like it's also the subliminal shaping of probably young people so they can continue to embrace these weird fetishes like we unintentionally did this and now we know and we're gonna lean into it that's the, yeah, yeah yeah and another thing too is you're um, gonna need therapy later <laughs> <laughs> um the writing's still good but the like best writing is always I mean, Beth has run once. Beth, Beth has won and placed in multiple writing challenges of ours. So <laughs> it is it is unfair that Beth is as talented as she is. Like, I like I, I I do enjoy the the shark cake persona. Yes, it almost I has do. a it, like that little drawing at the end actually made me think of that dumb thing from uh, the snowman. Oh, Mister Police! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, thank thank you for for letting us read your story, and you know. Uh, you know, I, I I hope our our criticism and our 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 uh, our notes are, are helpful. And yeah, I I I did enjoy reading this, and thank you, Benjamin, for for joining us for this read. Thank you for having me, and I I I hope I was entertaining. <laughs> you usually are. <laughs> Not this time. Not this time. Fucking Lee. Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, my butt. <laughs> well, I guess we did read just read a story about that. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, do, is there anything I want to plug? I don't know. Uh, 
go watch guns don't lie that's a movie that i made yeah that's a, listen, that's a movie. listen to this podcast and every podcast that's included in this network if you don't listen to every podcast in this network every day of your fucking life i'm gonna um gonna send you a, 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 a like a postcard you know like you're gonna get that postcard and you'll be like who the hell is this from and like it's just gonna have like some weird vague you know nonsense on it and you're just gonna be a little bit creeped out that's a that's a pretty uh that's a pretty strong threat you're putting out there my dude yeah it's i mean listen i've gotten weird shit in the mail and been like the fuck sent this to me and then like thought about it for weeks (laughs) it happens it does happen yeah it's happened to us it could happen to you it could happen to you but yes, uh, Benjamin already basically plugged the Creative Horror Network for us, so we don't have to. But if you'd like to submit a story for us to read on UCA, please email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. We will put your story in the queue and consider it. We do curate them a little bit, but uh, we try to make sure we get them mostly in the order they come in. Just really depends on how we handle it. Patrons, however, of our Patreon do get first priority. We tend to bump those to the top of the list. So if you'd like to get your story submitted earlier and also hear the backlog of ridiculous content, including Joyce Dregs, you can join us on Patreon, Midnight Marinera slash, or patreon.com slash Midnight Marinera. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing, chicks for free. And you can donate at any dollar level per month and you get access to our Discord and a bunch of other cool stuff. And Um, a Christmas story. Yes. That's right. If you don't pay David a million dollars in cash, <laughs> yes, via postcard. The, the the infamous Christmas story. Well, I know that Alan's been saying, "Hey, can, when can when can we record with Benjamin again?" I, uh, I like that guy. I, I I like that Alan guy too. We'll get you all together on one pretty soon. But uh, that that'd be super fun. I, yeah. I'd be super into that. And also, uh, I want to say just to, as a, a tan- tangential mention. Also, also everybody, I'm going to plug uh, Animal Fact Files. If you want to know more about, you want to know more about animals, go uh, subscribe to Animal Fact Files. They also have a Patreon. Yeah, they're on YouTube, by the way. Animal Fact Files. Well, as well as Creative Horror, Creative Horror is on YouTube as well. But if you want to support our friends on Animal Fact Files, who actually did um sponsor a contest with us our most recent one the cryptic contest go go check them out they're awesome yeah also his name is fucking remy i'll never forgive you good evening intrepid listeners this is the pasta shade the host of midnight marinara and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans for more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>